What is happening, everybody? Welcome to our show. Happy Wednesday as we get ready for the last week. You know, I mean, we always want a drama. Well, I don't know if we say we always want drama. I always want drama. And we got it. You know, and I, I saw Elijah just the other night. We were talking about what the scenario is. I told him Brian beat him because he had no shot. Once you saw the weather and you could see that game, that Bills Monday night game, you're like, there's no way that anyone is going to throw for 300 yards. Oh, my gosh. What an ugly – I didn't even see much of it. I just saw a little bit of it. But I know from what I watched, you could tell – and if you have a – you know, that was a great running back game if you had a running back who's going to go out there and just dominate like Damian Harris did. So, yeah, Elijah had no shot. No Knox, I don't even know if Knox did. I saw him get one thrown to him right before I left when I was watching the early part of the game. And, yeah, it, just, it didn't look good. It was not a great night for anyone that needed Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen. You know, you, maybe with Elijah at Singletary, but, you know, he didn't really get much done. Jacob had Brita. It was much more favorable if you had a running back, but I don't think Brita did much as well. Let me look real quick. But, yeah, everyone who was losing ended up losing. It was a crazy evening. The Monday night game really didn't do anything for anyone, which was disappointing. Uh, as we looked, Brian with the big 153 to 136 victory. Like I said, you score 150. Most weeks you will win. Look how many victories. 157 for Mario, he won. 153 for Eric, he won. 153 for for Brian, he won. And then the other ones were 173 for Austin, 207 for Nick, who dominated, 204 for Jacob. And, yeah, I mean, we've talked about all season. I'm going to get to that one right, right now first with Jacob versus Dynamite. It's heartbreaking. It is frustration. I would be the exact same place that Dino has been, right? Matt has been with some of their losses as they both fall to seven and six. The only reason I'm not at that stage of frustration is because I really had no chance. You know, and I made a joke in the text like, hey, it's better. Let let your team get dominated. You know, go out and suck. Because Dino scored 196, not 199, and Dino didn't win. Let's see how many people he would have beat. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He would have beat nine of 11 possibilities. Obviously, he's not going to play against himself. But Jacob and Nick were the only two who beat Dino, and he happened to go against one of them. So those are the, that's where we always say, man, just sometimes you run into that unfaithful wall. Because, and, and I would be more frustrated. Now, it's a double-sided coin because you're more frustrated with the fact that your team played so outstanding and so well, but you lost. And you feel like, man, what – you know, could I have played someone else? That I hate that. That is the worst feeling. But could I have played someone else? Did I make a bad judgment call? And in this week, even if you did, I mean, you still scored almost 200 if you're Dino. And you lost. So that's the tough part. The good part is you should have all the confidence in the world going into this last week. Going, I mean, if you had played Matt, right, that's the big game. That's what we've been talking about in our podcast. I don't talk about it anywhere else. I'm not like sitting around talking to Cindy. Oh man, Matt Dino, you know, I'm not telling her. So the the big game we've been talking about on a, the podcast is Dino versus Matt and Eric versus Austin and all the chips fell right in the correct place, right? Everything is set up. This is about as dramatic as you can get for an end of the season as 
with Elijah losing, right? If he had won, oh man, that would have been real, real scary. If Elijah had won this week, and I, that's what I was talking about with him, he would have basically, I think, might have clinched that last playoff spot because Dino and Matt would have both been seven and six, and the loser would be out. At this stage, they still have a shot if Nick, one of the hottest teams in our league right now, who has won three straight, Eric being the other team that has won four straight, um, if if Elijah does pull off the victory, then the loser between Dino and Matt are out. And I can't think of a team that has invested more than them throughout the season with all the picks given up. Eric did as well, but he's he's going he's already clinched. As far as looking at the playoffs now, you got Nick who clinched. You have sorry for the pause. Austin who clinched. Eric who clinched. So that's three. Right, the division winner, one of the uh, Eric or Austin, whether they win or not, are going to be in. You're going to have we don't know which one. The winner of the Tech Mobile 22, that's either Matt or Dino. They clinched. I did not clinch, but at eight wins, the only way I could not make it because Dino and Matt, one of them are going to beat the, each other. Let's say Dino hypothetically and Matt both won this week, then I would be sweating it a lot more because even the loser, if they let's say they both scored over 200, because if you're looking at the points, Matt is only point what is it point 30 behind me less than a point behind me so i wouldn't have a tiebreaker with matt now with dino i have about a 66 point lead so i could go out score 150 lose and then dino could go out and let's say if he had lost to matt this week and score one 190 or 180 whatever and i would still i would still have the tiebreaker and i would have got in over dino dino would have had to have overcome a 60 point deficit which is incredibly tough so I would have still been like, oh my gosh, if I lose, right, and Dino wins, if Matt outscores me by a point, he's in and I'm out. So it was very realistic for the chance that I could have been out of the playoffs, which I would have been okay with had I won the President's Trophy. I've talked dozens and dozens of times. I've been wanting this since season four where I'm like, I would love to lead the league in points and not make the playoffs. That is something I don't think anyone I've never seen done in any fantasy league. I'm in a bunch right now. I've never seen it done in any year. Um, someone lead the league. I'm sure it has happened. I mean, we've seen multiple times. But, I mean, and I'm not talking the two or three. Like, let's say I said, I'm right now I am uh, second in the league in points. So, right behind Nick, and Nick's going to uh, blow me away. So, let's say I didn't. I missed the playoffs. Yeah, I've seen the, the third highest scoring team or the fourth highest scoring team miss the playoffs. Yeah, that's a screwed up season. It's unfortunate. We saw Eric one year he was like top five through the first eight weeks or so and yet he was under 500 and he i can't remember if he made playoffs that year but we've seen that where teams can be really high scoring and just continue to go against the first or second you can finish third like we just saw with dino and you just have bad luck and we've seen that so that is something i still will set my sights on i cannot possibly do that now i'm behind by nick way too much uh but that would have been cool i would have actually been rooting for that that's one something i would have liked but that's out. That's out of the picture. So basically, for all intents and purposes, the only – yeah, because if Matt wins, it doesn't matter. Even if I lose, we would be tied. He would be – he would win his division. Dino would have seven wins. He could not pass me. So it does not matter at this point. Uh, Matt would get in. Dino and Matt could still both get in. I'm basically – like I said, for almost all intents and purposes, I'm basically in. And then it comes down to Elijah. This is where the drama really heats up. 
I'm gonna, we have a few stories I'll cover. And let me go through the games real quick. Is there any, Nick, complete domination. As he's going to most likely 99% chance win the President's Trophy as he has just been on fire winning three straight, nine and four. At one point he was six and four. And obviously we can all do math. But he did not – his team was scoring, and we knew he was a legit team, but he did not look as great um, at 6-4 and four as I was – I think I was like 7-2. and two. I, had, I had a two-game lead on him, and then he closed that gap fast, and now he has a one-game lead. And the he's going to win this division. The only way Nick would not win the division is if I win, he loses, and I outscore him by – right now he's beating me by so many points. He's beating me by over 100 points. I would have to outscore him by 140. That's not happening. That's not – none of us – same thing for me. Let's say I had a 100-point lead. Nick is not going to outscore me by 140. Even on a terrible week, he only outscored me by, uh, what, 70-something points. So, yeah, that's not happening. So, it's 99%, 99.95% Nick is going to be the President's Trophy. This will be his second one. The last time he won it, I want to say he won the championship that year. I'm almost positive that was the year he won the title. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It could have been the year after. But for the most part, I think that was the year he won the championship. Um, so this is this could be a good sign for Nick of things to come. Big victory for Nick. We looked at Austin's team, 173 to 134. He did what he had to do. This was a great week to – and that's a good score, 173. We always say score around 150, you have a good shot, maybe a 50% chance to win. Depends on your matchup. But you score 170, it's obviously you're feeling like you should win. Go ask Dino about that at 199. But 173 to 134, Steve gave a, a good effort. You would have liked to maybe to fill the guy who's on a bye week, put a little more in there. But doesn't matter. It, at this point, it did not matter if Austin finished with 10, finished with 11. He's it, If Eric had lost, it did. You know, You still want to go out there. Try to be the third guy ever to get 12 wins. It's only happened twice ever. So, and that'd be awesome if, and not awesome, but that'd be, if he did, that would be the first time ever we've had back-to-back 12-win seasons. That's something we've never had. I mean, we had 12 wins season two, and that was on a 15-game schedule. Christian finished 12-3, and three, I believe, that year. That was, we would play 15, and then we just had two playoff rounds. And I know week 17, we were like, that's, it was our first year, and we're like, Wait a minute. What about the championship week? What if someone gets pulled out? We didn't have that happen. Chris, uh, that season was I ended up winning that one, and that was a blowout. It did not matter. My team just everyone. That's I mean I remember everyone I played that year, season two. I even had Michael Crabtree. He just went off. Every single person he was on the Niners. Every person went off for me, and I won like two forty to maybe one forty by to Matt. You know, it was just like one of those free things where everything went right. So. That didn't really play a factor that year, but after that, we said, we better fix this. Let's lower it by a week. And then, of course, we went to 10, uh, 10 teams, so then we lowered it by several weeks. We went from 15-game season to 13-game season. That's why you never saw another 12-win team until last year. So we've only had it. It went from a span of season two all the way up to season 11. Huge, you know, huge gap. And now here we are. We did bump up by one, but still, to get 12 wins – that is a huge accomplishment, only done two times in league history. So that would be uh, outstanding. Maybe not. Maybe Austin doesn't want it because another key note, like I said, I love to throw the stats out there. We've never had a 12-win team win a championship. You know, it's almost like the uh, Golden State Warriors, 73-win team, right? <laughs> 
put that on your resume. There are only two guys in league history, in league history, to beat a 12-win team in the playoffs. First one being myself. I beat Christian that year in the first round. The second one being Brian, who beat me. So I know what it likes to be on both sides of it. And Brian beat me last year, uh, a 12-win team. So we've never had a 12-win team win a championship. I know for speaking for Austin, I can only imagine he would love to get to 12 wins, say, hey, I'm the third guy to ever do it, and the first guy to ever win the title doing it. So there's always something fun to it. But so far, it has not been uh, muy bueno. A 12-win team hasn't even won a playoff game. I was out in the, the second round after the bye week, and Christian was out in the first round. We didn't have a bye week back then. So just some fun facts to throw out there with Austin, but he is at 11 wins. We're going to cover his matchup. I got to hurry up because I got a show going on. I'm supposed to be watching with Cindy. I told her, let me make a quick podcast. Uh, I promised you guys I would get one done because I didn't do one last night when I should have. But I was watching a movie with Noah. It got late. We were out here with our Christmas tree, the lights. We stayed the night out here, blah, blah, blah. I was too tired afterwards. And I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do it tonight. I don't know why. So Brian, huge as he has changed his team name to spoiler alert. And that's exactly what he's done. It would have been so much better had he had the opportunity to defeat me and knock me out. Now, he still can, but that is a very hard chance. What he would have to do is beat me. Elijah would have to beat Nick. I know he has to do that anyway. Yeah, there's I can't. There's not really a scenario where I would get out. Just on the mere fact that Matt and Dino have to play each other. You know, if they didn't have to play each other, they could both come with eight wins and both surpass me. But one of them will not get eight wins. Uh, and it's a, if it's a tie, it's even better. They want to get neither will get to eight wins. So, yeah, but Brian would have every opportunity to knock me out if he had gone just like he did last week and beat Elijah. As we look, I want to look at Brian's team. How good is it? This is what I'm talking, how close it's been now. He did trade guys away, and he's still getting victories. Look at Brian. He has won three or four of his last five games. And the one he lost in week 12 to Nick was by 12 points, 174 to 162. He, oh man, this is even in defeat, even in not making the playoffs, even in uh, what some of us would classify as a nightmare season, his team has been outstanding. He lost week one to Nick, 178 to 181. That is a tough pill to swallow, right? That's a tough loss. You lose, especially to start the season, right? You don't want to start the season like that. You're the defending champ. You want to come out strong, get a few victories. He barely loses, loses by, you know, three points in a very winnable game. The next week he comes out, scores 180, right? Okay, man, he's looking good. 180 is most situations you're going to win those games. Elijah scores 219. I think Elijah's only done that twice, scored over 200, both, both victories. But he scores 219, so you hit a guy right at the – the worst time. Then he comes out again, only scores 123. I scored 222, right? So he loses by almost 100. That's the best week to suck, right? The two previous weeks he'd been outstanding. He hit, look at the teams, 180. Look at the, the first four opponents, 181, 219, 222, and 196 against Austin. Whether he scored a bunch or not, it's just like, dude, that really, really hurts. Then he gets his first victory, 187. Then he loses again in a close one by 11 to Christian. Loses to Austin, scoring 186, and Austin went 228. I know it sounds like if you just listen, you're just like, oh, he's just rambling numbers. I'm sorry if it seems like that. But my point is, only three times, if you take his first eight games, if you just look at Brian's score, 178, 
180, 187, 186, and even 168. That is a possible five wins at, at worst, maybe four, right? If I read those scores, you're thinking on average most of the time, that is at least four and one, maybe five wins. He lost all five games I just said. He started the season one and seven. There is no team that has scored that many points at any time should be one and seven. That is the insane part about it. And yet he made trades. He traded guys away. He still scored 186 on Austin again the second time. Oh, wait, did he play Austin twice? No, that was a different one. I'm sorry, I read the same thing. Yeah, he. if you count those, Brian really only had two games. No, three games. If you go through the first eight weeks, he should have been – you can almost say he could be six and uh, – I mean – Five and three, the first eight games. He could easily be five and three with his scores. Then you continue on. Beats uh, Mario. Beats Jacob. All right, gets a couple wins on teams he probably should beat. Beats Matt, 162 to 141. There is a spoiler alert right there. That's a perfect reason to change his team name because now Matt is playing for a division that had he beat Brian right there when Brian had only had like three wins on the season. He is looking at Brian. Matt's looking at already clinching because even if Dino tied him, Matt would have a, a a five and one division record, and Dino doesn't have that. So that that's gigantic. That's absolutely gigantic that he beat him. Then he loses to Nick, and like we said, in a very close one, he got swept by Nick. But both games he played outstanding, and Nick barely beat him in both of them. So you got to take pride in that. And then he goes on to defeat Elijah. A little revenge after Elijah destroyed him the first time. This time he wins 153 to 136, and now he's taken on my team. He has an opportunity to go six and eight, right? That would be the worst. Last year he was six and seven, and he won the championship. He has an opportunity to go six and eight, but the most impressive part would be he went five and one his last six games. Yeah, that's, I mean, great, great job for Brian to even be that good. To be over 2,000 – he's outscored Elijah, who has the opportunity to make playoffs. And he is – let's see. 21-14. Eric's 21 – or no. Yeah, Eric's 21-91. So he's he, – Eric's still outscored him more, but he's ahead of Christian, who's 6-7. and seven. He's a little bit close to Eric. Eric's roster is much better, but um, Eric's team has been playing better the second half as he's got four wins in a row as well. But, yeah, the hat's off to Brian. The champ, I wanted to give one last little shout-out to him as he might win uh, five, six of seven or whatever it is. Great season, great second half of the season as he shows a lot of class by putting it a, a good team and pulling off some upsets. You know, he is shaping the playoff picture at the end. Let me move on. I don't want to talk too, too much, um, Brian. He, I don't know if he listens to these podcasts. I think he has listened to some. Oh, man, let's get to the, this one. I'm going to get to Eric's. I was going to go Dinos. Let's go Eric's. Eric with a 153 to 128. We talked about how tough it's going to be, right, without a quarterback, but neither of them did. Christian had Miko Hartman. Eric had Madison, who has paid off for him. When Madison's in as a, as a starting role, he has got, I, I think, 19 to 20 something points every time. Outstanding. Great play for him. The Elijah Mitchell trade has paid off. I know he's in concussion protocol now, but he has been playing outstanding as. Since he's gotten him, he's had double digits every game, including two weeks ago, the 34-point game that helped Eric. Excuse me, Eric get the victory. Justin Jefferson really saved his day. Tua, 
is good. Eckler played good, not great. Sony Michelle, that was an outstanding game. Uh, we already I already did my rants on the Rams. How they, sh- you know, I don't like when teams suit up guys, and then specifically don't mention it. I know you have a game to do. You don't worry about fantasy, but at least with the Dolphins, they said, "Hey, two is going to be suited up, but he's an emergency situation," which obviously changed because Brissett got hurt, and then he looked terrible on that Thursday night game. So they said, "Screw it, let's go with Tua." Uh, I respect that. I'm okay with that. Um, I wish they had just started him, but at least they mentioned that. You know, some of these teams, they do say that at the last second. So it's like, it's hard to monitor every single thing that's going on. Uh, Jamar Chase, I wouldn't say he's come back to earth, right? He, at one point, he was a top three receiver. He's number 12. He's still a wide receiver one. But since his big 45 point game, he's gone 13, 7, 13, 6, and 11. Not, you know, that's kind of what I thought the season would be. Like I, I have them in uh, several teams, but I'm, the main league I care about besides ours is the dynasty one that I've been in several years and really helped build that team from a Jeff Fisher like to last year. I was uh, third best team with nine wins this year. I'm going to go for 10 wins. This is the last week of the season. I just played Matt and beat him in that league. Matt, I know you listen to the podcast. L- last week was a tough week. You had Devonte. Uh, what is it? Devontae Adams on a bye. You had some of the guys on buys. Get your roster set. This is a gigantic week for you, Matt. I'm specifically speaking with you, Matt. If you win this week, and I go on to win, which I should, but if you can beat the the guy in our division, right, you will get in the playoffs, and I will get the bye week. I need you to beat that guy. He's me and him are tied right now, but he has the tiebreaker. And the winner, if if you beat him, I'll get the tiebreaker. Uh, if you lose, you are going to be out of the playoffs, Matt. And you've been. You've lost like three in a row. You you should make the playoffs. Your roster is good enough. So get your team set. Pick up anyone, Matt. Really focus on that because you can make the playoffs and make a run. And secondly, um, yeah, the first half of the year, you were one of the better teams. And we're all stuck in the same division. Me, this other guy from Europe, and Matt. So that's why, Matt, get your team set. Build that team. Do the best you can. If you beat him, he lost Christian McCaffrey. If you beat him, uh, next time you're out, I will buy you Dino Dan cooking. Just Text me before you head out here. So anyways, Jamar Chase, yeah, he's doing like I kind of expected him. He took off out of nowhere, and I thought he would be Burrow's top target. But you can see Higgins has been playing outstanding, as we saw once again for Eric. Where is Higgins? Oh, no, is Higgins on Eric? Oh, he's on Eric's bench. And Eric didn't play Montgomery. Well, I can see why. With Gaskins, Gaskins had a great matchup against the Giants. He had 15 carries. He didn't get anything done. Jamal Williams, I'm playing Jamal Williams from Eric. He only had eight points. You would expect better, right? No DeAndre Swift. Everything runs from Williams. I love playing Williams. The Tyree Kill, who sucked, and the Chiefs sucked. Um, you still got to play Hill. Jefferson really saved his bacon. You're not benching Elijah Mitchell. You're not benching Madison. Yeah, it's. I could see why you wouldn't play Montgomery, right? And Arizona's pretty good. I don't know if I would have played Higgins either. Higgins had one good week all year, and it was the week before against Pittsburgh. The Chargers' defense is outstanding. They're secondary. So I'm shocked that he had nine catches for 138 yards. So, But that's great, man. If I'm Eric and I'm going, hey, I left two, I left 65 points on the bench and got a victory, you're feeling good. We'll see what he does this week. Well, this is not the match you, matchup preview. I'm going to do that show tomorrow. Um, we'll see what Eric does, sets his lineup at. I would be shocked if we don't see – Depends on the games they have. Montgomery, if not Higgins, and both, however it is. But Eric with the gigantic victory. Let's talk about that as we were talking with everything. And this is not the matchup preview. I'm just saying 
I was talking with Eric this weekend as well when I was at his house, and everything comes down to this matchup. And I was telling him how I felt, how it sucked when I was on the other end of losing, being the second best team, being the second highest scoring team, and finishing tie. You know, if Eric wins, he's going to win that division because he swept Austin. So it doesn't matter if Austin scores more points. Even if Austin was 4-2 and two in division play and Eric was 3-3, three and three, doesn't matter. Eric would have swept Austin. So Eric has the advantage in the fact that he just has to win. Now, Austin knows the same thing. Austin just has to win. Right. But Austin can't go, okay, well, if, you know, if he had split, Austin could say, well, all right, if I lose and I beat him earlier, we split, I got the most points. I got this division. I feel much safer now. Or it actually goes division record. Um, And then, yeah, when it comes to division record, I've made that clear. It's always head to head division record points. Like with me and Nick, that would be the third. Because me and Nick, if I win and Nick loses this week, we would both be tie. We split each other, 1-1. I believe we would have the same division record. Well, let me see. What would his division record be? Right now, Nick is, he lost to Elijah the first, or no, me, but it beat Elijah and Brian. He beat Elijah or Brian again, and he beat me. So that would, I think he is four and one. I am four and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I beat Brian, I would be five and one. If Nick lost, he would be four and two. Is that the case? Oh, but I just lost to Nick. So I'm I'm already no I'm three and two yeah see so at the end it would be we would both be four and two and he's got the points almost wrapped up so that's what it was that's the whole situation where with Nick he goes he can feel safe going hey I can lose this week and I'm still winning that division Nick is safe other than if I sc- score three which has happened I'm not thinking it's going to happen we've never had a team score three hundred points we've come close look at the, I think I'm the highest scoring team this season. Nick scored 250, but I thought I had a 267 game, something like that, earlier in the year. Let me look at my team. I can find out right now. Um, let's see, 222, 231, 217. Hmm, maybe that was last year. Yeah, because my highest is 222. 231 was my highest. So on the season, I believe Nick then had the highest. Because I thought Nick had a two, yeah, Nick had a two fifty one when he beat Austin two fifty one to two hundred. Holy cow, that would be a wild championship if those two met up and that was the final score. So, back to Austin and Eric. Yeah, it's Austin doesn't even have that benefit that like Nick has, where Nick goes, okay, I got, I feel safe, I can lose, you know, and Nick's still going to get the buy. Nick almost has everything locked up already. He's going to get the second seed. He's going to get the the bye week. He's going to get the president's trophy. Nick is feeling smooth as butter. Um, Austin gets all the, the trimmings, right? He gets the regular season championship. He gets the one seed. He gets the bye week. He gets to play the lower seed teams. If he wins, if he loses, Eric will get the one seed. Eric will get the regular season championship. And Eric will get all the lower seeds in each round. The the Oh, my gosh. The ramifications of this match are are gigantic, and it's identical to what happened in the year me and Jacob. This is the year Jacob went to the final, and Matt won his championship, right? That was the best rivalry. I can't think of a better scenario, uh, you know, for that to happen to where Jacob and Matt met up in the championship. That was one of the most dramatic and great trash-talking of all time, and what a great season uh, that was, and Matt finished it strong. Um, Oh, that wasn't that season. No, it wasn't. I apologize. No, because the year Matt won all that, he won the regular season title. 
that he won all that. He didn't win the President's Trophy. So the year that Jacob won it, I don't think Jacob got to the final then because the that's the only final Jacob had been in. So maybe Jacob went out in the second round, obviously. I know I was out in the first round. I can't remember if it was to Dino, Dino Dan, possibly. That might have been the year Dino Dan was 10th in scoring and still made the playoffs. That could have been that year. I'm not sure. Or it could have been another year against Brian where Brian – who cares? In the end, that's the same thing that happened. So I was telling Eric, you know, I, I know exactly how it feels. And it sucks when you lose that because you're like – you almost feel like, man, I did everything. And, and Eric's made a lot of trades. Eric, Dino, Matt, even Nick made some good deals, and which is rare. Nick is not a trade-happy guy. He will trade for guys, right? Not too often does he. Let's see how many trades he's been involved with. Blah, blah, blah. He did the one with Steve, right, to get Tom Brady. And he did another one where he acquired Jalen Hurts for a third-round pick. I love that deal. And that's it. So he ended up trading the third-round pick. He ended up trading his first and second as well to get Brady. He got Rashad Bateman. Probably so he can keep under contract. I don't know. Maybe there was hype on uh, Bateman coming out as probably a great possession. He's going to be more like a Keenan Allen if he can get it going in that offense. But yeah, Nick gave up Cousins, Thielen, first round pick. Good news is Thielen was a free agent anyways, but it opened up contracts for Nick now with three years if he wanted to, at the time, acquire anyone else who might add contracts on him. So yeah, those are active teams. and And man, I feel bad for the loser of Austin and Eric because the loser has played so outstanding. You know, Austin gets all the press for most of the year. Eric was kind of under the radar for a while. I always had him in there. I always talked about his team. But for the most part, he did not get the attention that the Quest for 13 got and how well Austin had been doing. And some of the victories he had where he pulled it out against Steve week two, or I believe it was week two, um, and just – where he's just like, oh my gosh, he's on fire, you know? And Christian had a little bit of that early in the season where I was like, wow, how, where is this coming from? But he beat both Rotherhams, remember? And it was like, man, he was, after going uh, 0-4, or 1-3 or 0-4, had won five straight. So, you know, there was always these people throughout the year. Christian, Dino, Matt started out 3-0 and, and looking legit. And Jacob and him were going back and forth. And it seemed like, is Matt for real? He lost four in a row. In those four losses, though, his team was playing outstanding. He just came against some very tough matchups. But there were so many mini stories along the line where you'd be like, man, I feel like Matt is legit. Or I feel like Austin is legit. Uh, Nick is looking great. You know, even myself, six and one, I started out strong. Losing the first game. This is identical to last year. Lost the first game, ran 12 straight. This year, lost the first game, uh, ran six straight before I lost to Austin. And the wheels fell off the track. Now I'm, you know, I'm barely in the playoffs. But there's always these little things throughout the season, and Eric has never had that that huge attention where it was like, oh my gosh, his he's had games where you go, wow, look how good his team looked. Wow, Tyree Kill showed up. Oh man, Justin Jefferson and Tyree Kill, outstanding, one of the best wide receiver combos in our league. He's had that, and I've always talked about his team because I know how good it's been. But he might have had, you know, there was a few disappointing losses here and there, and then a few wins that were low scoring that. After losing such, you know, he lost a game again this year where he scored 200, but then he won one where he scored like 140 or something like that, a lower scoring one. So it's like you you forget, right? If he had won it with 200, you'd be like, man, look at these 200-point win. What an outstanding victory. So, yeah, I think for Austin, there's pressure for everybody who wants to, you know, get into make the right roster setup. 
You want to play the right guys. But I think there's more pressure, in my opinion, and just going off what I'm looking at, on Austin and the fact that he's had a big run of attention. And for him to, if he ends up losing it, and Eric pulls it pulls it off, it's it's even though it was a slow process, it still is kind of a whoa, I didn't see that coming. Because honestly, if you start the season, I gave him the highest grade, but he did not. Let me go through his team, his his schedule, how he came out as I continue to talk. He lost week one, won three in a row, right? And at the time he beat Austin, 143 to 130, we didn't go, what an epic victory, right? Because we don't, you don't know yet. You don't see it yet. It has to let it develop. Because then after that week three loss, Austin didn't lose again till Dino Dan, like week 10 or something, whatever it was. It was a while away. So it was like, wow, we don't understand it at the time, how significant that loss was. Or Austin would have been undefeated. Then he gets the victory, 196 over Brian. Then he loses to uh, Nick, right? He scored 200. And he loses the, the week Nick scores 251. I forgot all about that. I just saw Nick score 251. And I didn't even pay attention to who he beat. But in that loss, you forget that if Nick did not win a game, you know, if Eric did not hit the worst team at the worst time, he would have won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row. And going into week nine, he would have been uh, seven and one. The same as Austin. Remember, Austin beat me. We were both six and one. He beat me. Austin went to seven and one. Eric would have been seven and one. And there would have been so much hype on. Wow, you got three teams looking, you know, all three, six and one, looking for that quest for 13. And then Eric would have heated up. Uh, where did he, when did he beat me? Oh, he beat me week 11. He had already lost again. But then he would have lost to Matt in a game that you're just like, what? That's one of those games where you go 127. He lost 127 to 139. Two of the best and higher scoring teams in our league both failed to reach 150. That's one of those crazy, crappy weeks. But that's what I'm saying. As you look at it, we never, you never got that run. Eric loses, wins three in a row, then loses a very incredible game, but it kind of gets swept under the rug, wins three in a row, right? And you're like, okay, hey, he's looking good. He's, he's uh, seven and two, looking strong. Then loses a game 127 to 139, and now he's seven and three, and Austin's kind of taking the tension away. Christian, who's also, you know, at the time five and four, or went to five and five, but had won five straight, is taking a little attention away, you know, making this huge comeback. Um, I just lost to Austin, but then I won the following weeks, so and I'm back to seven and three as well. And you're like, okay, all these teams are looking good. But Eric was, at the time, one of the lower-scoring teams, though. Still one of the top six, but one of the lower-scoring teams. Then his team just hits the accelerators. He beats Elijah 170. He beats, annihilates my team 198 to 129. Then he scores 194 to 147. You see the trend where his team jumped up from 170 on, and he never lost again to a team that would have pulled an upset. He, he's not going to lose to a 139 team again, as every game since that loss has been 150 or higher. And the last one being 153, where he had no quarterbacks. I don't care if he had Glennon. He had no quarterbacks. So much improved. He's won four straight. And, I mean, any of his losses, take out that Nick loss. I mean, come on, most weeks he scores 200, he's going to get a victory. Give him that. Take off the week where it was just a crap fest where he scored 127, right? You're just like, man, he could easily have been 12-1 and one, uh, coming into the maybe possibly going for 13. So as you look at it, don't forget, Eric, if he wins this, 
because I'm thinking it when, if you don't actually study it like I just did and break it down, you look at it and you go, man, Austin's team had been better. Nick's team is playing through the freaking roof, you know, and he's the president's trophy winner. How did one of those guys not get the top seed, the regular season title? How did Eric do it? Well, I just broke it down how. And he honestly could have even been in better. He could have easily been better with some of those losses. So if Eric does go on to win, this is going to be an epic game. I'm very excited for the results for this. But if he does go on to win this, it is much deserved. And one of the reasons he's a nominee for the uh, the Solomon Award, if Austin wins it, get out of here. What is going on? It reset. The waiver thing just went through and it reset. Oh, my gosh. How long have I been talking? 36 minutes. I wanted to be done at 20 minutes. Oh, boy. I saw. I can't even look at the matchups. Come on. It's it's reloading the waiver wire. Anyways, so that is what's going on with Eric and Austin. Both deserve it, but only one can have it in the end. Um, so that, I talked th- that story to death. The last one was Dino. What a great game for Dino Dan. And at one point, I can't remember for sure the percentage, but I did look. I remember I don't look until after all the first games are done. And I know that I could have swore Dino was like a 70% percent chance whatever it was it was high because jacob as we went through his roster only it only had a couple of guys play almost all his games were one o'clock or later so it looked like jacob would need some really great performances excuse me well he got it as we broke it down the other day he got it from kittle who you know just annihilated uh who did they play the seahawks or was that last week no it was seattle yeah annihilated the seahawks justin herbert and just he was the only early game uh, in Cincinnati. Just had a heck of a game. I can't remember the other players he had because the phone is loading for crying out loud. I can't even see anything. Um, but Dino, great performance, great decision making. Dino played the right roster. He did the right things. And I do feel bad. I do feel bad. But that said, Dino, had you won, right? Had you won, that's the only thing I would say is had Dino won, even in a loss, he could still make the playoffs. You know, that's why I think it's more important, not for the division, because had you won that game, but it still would come down to this week. You would not have clinched it with the victory and the Matt loss. Uh, It's still going to come down to you need to beat Matt. So throw that out. If you're thinking division, throw that out, Dino. If you had won and Matt lost, you still losing next week means Matt's winning because he would have had a better division record and he would have swept you, right? So you could still win the division this week by winning, because you're both tie now. You're both the only one that's going to have eight wins. You know, so let's say you won this this last matchup. You still would not have won the division. You are going to have it's, – it's, and it's the way I love it is you have to control it. It's in your hands. I had it in my hands to win that division, and I lost. I straight up got annihilated by Nick, the better team, no doubt about it. No excuses, no injuries, nothing. The better team won. Nick's team was outstanding, so hats off to him. Uh, and when it comes to you and Matt, you both have outstanding teams. You don't have a lot of injuries. So I'm looking forward to seeing who is the better team. You would have won if you went heads up this week with Matt. You play the right roster again. I have a feeling you're probably going to win it again. You might, and you might knock Matt out of the playoffs. Now, what Matt needs is to make sure Nick plays the absolute best team he can play. Nick has been great on the season anyways. He has not made too many mistakes. He plays the Jalen Waddle. He plays the right guys at the right times. Now he has had some tough ones. You know, he didn't. I don't know if he played Mike Williams this past week. Those are, the, are impossible when you play, have Mike Williams. When you have 
the guys who are boomer bust, it's impossible to project those guys. So it can be tough. That being said, um, yeah, if Nick wins, Matt and Dino are both going to be in the playoffs unless uh, Elijah outscores both of them this last week, right? Which is possible. Elijah can lose 200 to 250. We just talked about that. And if Dino and Matt both score 130, 139 to 127, I can't see the points right now because the phone's not loading it up. Then there is a possibility that um, – I'm sorry, my brain just froze. There is a possibility that Elijah could still squeeze in at seven wins, tie with you guys. Um, so there's there's so much going on with that. And the fact that I think Elijah probably won't beat Nick, right, because he's only had one out of like the last month that he's scored more points than Nick – we know it could happen, but I don't think he will beat Nick. We'll go through it in the matchup show to see what it's like. But if Elijah does somehow pull off the upset, it won't change Nick. He's in no matter what. Uh, if he does pull off the upset and beats Nick, and that means the loser of you guys is out. Between Dino and Matt is out. So you guys, it's it means so much more now because most of the season, I, I want to say at least the last month, I pictured the playoffs with both of you in. You've been two of the better scoring teams. So what you got to do is just win to get that third seed and have the easier easier opponent in the first round and avoid playing uh, Eric or Austin, the winner of that, in the second round. If you lose, you're going to be the sixth seed. You know, you're going to be the last team and you're going to play whoever the number three team is. So you can end up playing your own division rival right afterwards. So that this could be a back-to-back -back rematch. We'll have to wait and find out what happens. So the waivers, let me see, can I see it now? No, it's still loading. Crazy son of a gun. Waivers went through. If you're listening to this, you already probably know. Austin got a new linebacker. Brian got another tight end. Nick got hasty. Great move. Jacob went and got a quarterback from. Eric doesn't need him anymore, right? He's got his two quarterbacks coming back. And I put in a claim for the Broncos and the Chargers defense, thinking I really wanted to get. It's tough. I couldn't figure out who I want to get to play. The Chargers at home against the Giants. We just saw the Chargers annihilate the Bengals at home against the Giants and Jake and Jake Fromm. Uh, yeah, or the Broncos at home against the Lions. I'm thinking of playing the Broncos. I got them both. I was shocked they got them both. I said, I got to get one of them, right? I need one of them uh, this week. And to get them both, I might keep them both just so my opponent can't get them. Or I might – I don't know. I seriously don't know. who. If, if Daniel Jones does end up playing, then I'm going 100% Broncos against Detroit, the Broncos at home, mile high. The Lions, I don't know. How, they came off their first win, but they got to go on the road. I think the Broncos defense, I don't know. I'm just, who cares? I'm rambling. I'm just giving you my personal thoughts. But, yes, as we talked about with the two quarterbacks, I will talk about that next show. I got to get going. Cindy's going to be so mad at me. I went way overboard. But as I talked about, uh, we had people with the quarterback. Defenses, I always stream three to four defenses. Heck, right now I think I have five. And that's my choice. I'm not taking them so that no one has them. I'm taking them because I've done this in the past. I usually have two. Sometimes I'll go three. Uh, I like to run matchups. And, you know, right now I have a – I'm not I'm not going to play the Rams on the road on Monday night against Arizona, but I'm not cutting them, you know. So it's like – and I love New England sometimes, and I like Miami. Heck, that's an possibility. Uh, I think the Dolphins play the Jets this week. That was – or no, that's next week. I think I'm keeping the Dolphins just for that. So. Yeah, we'll see what happens, who I play, who cares. But I do run multiple defenses. And when I talk to quarterbacks, I have in the past run three. A lot of times I have two, but I will run three 
always based on matchup. That's something I've done my whole time playing fantasy. So I don't mean to hoard them if that's what it seems like. Um, I'm not getting them so no one else can get them. Uh, if, like I said, I'm not going to cut Carson Wentz. I'm not going to cut Matt Ryan. People have throughout the season, and I picked them up early because I said they're eventually going to have, right? I had Matt Ryan have 30-point games for me. I had Carson Wentz have 20-point games. I played them the week I thought they were good, and if I cut them, someone else would have got them. So we'll debate more on that in the offseason. Ooh, now, now it loaded. Now we got all the matchups. Ooh, man. We, no one's set their lineups yet. As of right now, it has Eric winning by 14. It has Matt winning by 20. And it has Nick beating Elijah by two. Oh, those are such key matchups. As you got me against Brian, really has no impact. You got Christian against Steve. It was just for Christian to get to seven and seven, 500. He can't make the playoffs. You got, well, there is a possibility Christian could get in, but I think, yeah, 19, he's at 1961. Yeah, no, no. Dino and, and Matt, even if they lost, are over almost 300 points ahead of him. We know that's not possible. So, yeah, Christian's just trying to say, hey, I got another 500 season under my belt. Jacob has taken on Mario, both who have combined for three straight wins and have played incredible spoiler alerts. The bottom three games, Eric against Austin, excited. Matt against Dino, incredibly excited. And Nick against Elijah, incredibly excited. So much on the line. We will talk more about it, and including with the matchup show. Have a great day. Be safe out there. Uh, Matt, your dad, I know he put a photo on Facebook. I loved it. That's outstanding seeing you, your son, and him. Three generations of Rotherhams. Beautiful picture. I just wanted to compliment you on that. That was nice. Have a great day, guys. Uh, I'll be talking to you guys again later. Peace.